Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Ice District, the Edmonton Oilers on the ice as we speak uh, for a complete practice. No Connor McDavid, no Kyler Yamamoto. This on the heels of an Oilers 3-2 overtime loss last night in a game in which they were outplayed by Vegas. Edmonton has not played well for four games. Not sure if it's fatigue. There's certainly some illness with the team right now. That said, Edmonton's still uh, poised uh, to get their second playoff uh uh, opportunity in the next last four years here. Uh, currently second in the Pacific Division, 83 points. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Excuse me. Coming up on today's show, jam-packed edition of Oilers Now. It is a Tuesday. That means Stoffer Inspector for the horses and horse racing in Alberta and the 7,000 men and women that work in the Alberta horse racing industry. Speck will join us for a full hour here up in Ice District at Rogers Place. We will also hear from Edmonton Oil Kings General Manager Kurt Hill. We will tell you this, uh, that we've got a complete recap coming up of uh, last night's game, and that is where we are going to get started with today's top story, brought to you by Great Rock Exteriors. Mother Nature wreaks havoc on your home time. Book your free, no-obligation inspection today. Visit greatrockexteriors.ca. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers found a way to get a point in a game in which they were dramatically outshot, 48-24 overall last night. Vegas on the second and back-to-back. The Oilers looking, frankly, at stretches lethargic. 
lethargic and just hanging on. Um, give Vegas credit. They didn't have Mark Stone. Chandler Stevenson was an important player for them. No Alex Stuck for Edmonton, obviously, missing the best player in the world, Connor McDavid. And again, he's not on the ice today for practice, nor is Kyler Yamamoto, who set up a huge goal. But nonetheless, Edmonton uh, picked up a point in... Uh, regarding illnesses and those sort of things, I mean, more news in the hockey world today involving the EBL. Uh, EBEL is the Austrian League, the DEL, the German League. Those two leagues have shut down for the rest of the season. That's it. I've got a friend, Rob Dom, that just went to VSV to go coach in that league. Uh, they've awarded the championships to the teams that were uh, leading at the uh, time of the shutdown in the league so pretty interesting stuff obviously uh, coronavirus has uh, struck uh, Europe and Germany has had a substantial increase in uh, reported cases of course Alberta remains fairly low risk I, I, I know that's um, for there's lots of different perspectives out there on things right now uh, math's an important thing and uh, relatively speaking compared to other places in the world so far uh, which does not mean that we might not see a uh, increased outbreak at a later date. Uh, it hasn't. It's considered, quote-unquote, a low risk uh, here in our uh, neck of the woods. You take a look at San Jose. sounds like the Sharks aren't going to be playing any more games at home uh, this year. we got a lot to get to. We'll tell you that you can reach us in a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Don't forget them when they're gone. Glass Tiger taking the stage. River Creek Saturday, March the 21st. Get your tickets at rivercreekresort.com. You can text us at 780-496-0063 on our new Ashley Fine Floors text line, Ashley Fine floors ready for your kids pre-game warm-up again mark specter coming down the pipe today uh at uh, 12 35 for the horses and horse racing alberta the 7,000 men and women that are employed in alberta's horse racing and breeding industry let's get into the orders now audio vault for direct workwear where safety meets savings in edmonton fort mcmurray and online at directworkwear.com oilers losing 3-2 in ot last night to vegas the second time in less than two weeks the edmonton oilers and the vegas golden knights will play with first place on the line. Adam Larson, a cleft bomb. Shot, score! Might have been tipped in by Jason. Over to Martinez for Nate Schmidt. He'll give it right back to Schmidt. A slapper, score! Tipped in front. Off the boards, tried to center. One-timer save. A second stop, and Koskinen able to cover. Carlson drive. What a sprawling, full-out, belly-down save made by Miko Koskinen. The Oilers had lost 12 in a row before that. Who in front? Quick shot. Score! Puck pop free. And Ryan Nugent Hopkins found it and buried it in one motion. I don't even know where it came from. Us off the draw. Rich shot. Score. And just like that, Jonathan Marchessault is off the schneid. Bear can't fire it through. Marchessault heading for the net. Loading. Centering. One-timer. Score. Jay Theodore wins the game. Top left corner. And Vegas, who never led through more than 62 minutes, claims a 3-2 overtime victory at Rogers Place. Again, uh, another brilliant performance last night from the Guardian. Uh, Alex Chason saying following the game that uh, the Edmonton Oilers can't continue to uh, uh, rely on goaltending, that the team's got to do more. Well, right now we're, we're thankful for our two goalies. Um, the good thing is, you know, find a way to get points. Um, but going down the stretch, we play like that. You can't rely on our goalies just to 
make 40, 50 saves a night. Maybe a good adversity test for us here. You know, there's what, 10 games left in the season. Let's find a way for a group here to create some momentum and uh, feel good about our game. That's where we're at. No question. Orders, uh, I mean, Miko Koskinen's been unbelievable, and he got him a point in last night's game. Uh, Dave Tippett had these comments following last night's game on the Oilers' recent stretch of play. We're just playing a real disconnected game, really disconnected. We got uh, just we're just not playing very well as a group right now. Thought we addressed some things this morning, but there's still lots of we just uh, our execution is so poor on a lot of different situations that we're. And some of that is just pure getting the play made. Some of it is guys on their own page going to their own spots that, that they think that they can just vary from the game plan. And this is, I told the group up there, I said, this is as disconnected as we've been in a long time, probably since that road trip in Carolina. So, and it's not just tonight's game I'm talking about. I'm talking about a number of games here. And uh, too much separation between the forwards and the defense. Transition game has struggled. Um, I know there's some different theories. Uh, I, I think there were some people surprised that Caleb Jones wasn't in the lineup last night. I think we'll see him play tomorrow night against the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, that's a big game for both hockey clubs right now. Obviously, the Oilers still really they control their own destiny. they got 83 points in 70 games. Edmonton's got a total of 12 games left, of which eight are at home take care of business. If you're Edmonton, you win six of your final 12 games. You're locked, stocked, and barreled in the playoffs. There's no question. That would give you a total of 95 points. And uh, so, you got to find ways to get points, and the Oilers did last night. Uh, however, another goal against an overtime. Leon Dreisaitl got caught in the ice for long shift. Oilers' Ethan Bear just missed an opportunity himself. Here's Dave Tippett as we go back in the Oilers now audio vault for direct workwear. We have a good chance there. Leo hadn't had a chance to change. Gets caught in his own end. Gets caught, and then we ended up turning it over. He was when Bear got it. He was looking to try to go to the bench to change, and we turned it over and ended up an outnumbered break. They're outnumbered in our own end. And then uh, Bearsy was in the corner, and then they they double team Bearsy, right? And Leon was heading to the bench, thinking that we had possession, and we didn't. Or we did, and we turned it over. It's a good hockey team. Edmonton played last night. Uh, they're 15-5-2 with Peter DeBoer now as head coach of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, give uh, Kelly uh, McCrimmon uh, credit and that Vegas staff, including George McPhee. I mean, George uh, Gerard Gallant getting fired at 24-19-6, I think, was a surprise to a lot of people. But again, they're now 15-5-2 under Peter DeBoer. Uh, and Koskinen really masked what could have been a, a you-know-what kicking. Uh, some other thoughts. Uh, obviously, no Connor McDavid. Uh, and the team, I, I think, pretty much knew during the course of the day that he wasn't going to be available. Um... Dry settle RH and Yamamoto first two periods were kind of box settle game. They created some opportunities. Yamamoto made a wonderful play on Nugent Hopkins game time. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, by the way, or that was a go-ahead goal at that stage. 15 goals, 41 points his last 29 games. He's been highly productive. The Oilers with Connor Yamamoto in the lineup drop to 16-6-4. You'll take that all day. Um Quiet games from Athanasio and Ennis. You're hoping for a little bit of spark from some guys that have come in. Still got to give some time to get acclimatized to the situation here in Edmonton. I thought that Neil and Chason were good. Kara couple times and maybe a little uh, lock quick. Zach Cassian had a good game as well. Uh, defensively for Edmonton. Uh, spent a lot of time in their D zone. A lot of time 
backing in and blocking shots. And again, I, it wouldn't surprise me if we see a, a change. But Koskinen, just sheer brilliance in terms of what he's given the Emmett's Oilers in the pipes right now. Uh, last 147 shots that he has faced, he has a total of, let's do the math here, uh, 97 and 45, 142 out of 147 shots. It's terrific. Mike Smith is in the starters net for tomorrow's game against Surging Winnipeg, who are 6-3-1 in their last 10 games and right now are in a spot to make the playoffs, but they've played more games than some of the other teams competing for that wild card spot. By the way, the Dallas Stars are not a lock, believe it or not. Uh, the Oilers have actually moved a point ahead of Dallas. Dallas has got two games in hand, but the Stars have been dropping some games here. I think they've lost six in a row overall, including overtime slash shoot-up. All right, uh, Mark Spector coming down the pipe today at 12.35. Bob Stoffer with you. Uh, when we get back, we're going to jump into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, building tailored branded progr- programs where your order is done on time every time, elite promotional marketing. Uh, but, Brendan, I'm going to put you on the spot back at the studio just a bit here. I, and I, I was driving in and taking a couple calls, so I didn't hear a lot of Ryan Jesperson's show. Mm-hmm. This whole situation with coronavirus, uh, you know, today the German and the Austrian leagues canceling the remainder of the season. There's no sport in Italy. Obviously, it, and, and some of this has stemmed from cruise ships, frankly, which I, I you know, heard Eileen's uh, newscast and, it's pretty interesting there in terms of uh, the Canadian government's role in quarantining people in uh, in uh, eastern Ontario moving forward. But, uh, you know, it, it, it is concerning for everybody that's involved in sport right now because, as we all know, sport is the toy department of life, and this is real stuff, the only, you know. But it is it is an interesting, you know, there's numbers put out. There's a great piece written in the L.A. Times comparing the flu to the virus and the impact. But then when you do that, you have the people out there that are saying, you know, you're a naysayer and you don't understand it and the whole routine. So I don't know if it's a generational thing that's going on. Again, the risk, according to Alberta health sources, at least as of, I don't know, 12 hours ago was relatively low. But these are interesting times, aren't they, Brendan? They sure are. And and for me, I mean, I was pretty young when SARS was a thing. Um, You know, there's people out there that are saying there's always something like this. I can't recall major sporting events being put on the back burner. And you understand the severity of this because think about the revenue that's lost if you're playing in front of an empty building or you've got to move, uh, you know, from venue A to venue B. Like, this is being taken as seriously as I understand that it should. It's kind of tough to really grasp what's going on, particularly because it's not necessarily necessarily on the forefront here in Canada as it is in the rest of the world but they're doing everything they can to keep it that way right so if that means playing in North America and empty stadiums to keep this virus at bay on our stomping grounds I suppose that's what they have to do although the one thing Bob that I'm finding super amusing and this is because I never heard anything about it in the media is like were we told to rush out and buy toilet paper were we were we oh there's going to be a shortage you better go get it or is this something that's kind of taken on a life of its own that's what's been amusing about this to me if there is uh, a humorous angle to be found uh brendan i'm gonna go back a little bit here uh 2000 y2k that was supposed to destroy pretty much everything right yeah shut your computer off before midnight right 2001 anthrax 
2002, West Nile virus. You mentioned SARS. If I recall, that was either 2003 or 2004. Give or take, yeah. Then there was bird flu. Mm -hmm. Then there was E. coli in about 2006. How about mad cow disease? Is that what you're referencing there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 2008, we had the financial collapse that was going to ruin everybody. 2009, swine flu. Uh, Around, somebody can correct me on, on this, 2012, it wasn't the Mayan calendar predicting the world ending. Yeah, you got that too. 2013, North Korea was going to cause World War Three. Mm-hmm. 2014, off the top, I, I think it was Ebola virus that year. 2015, obviously the challenges with ISIS, uh, which is you know. Uh, 2016, Zika virus. 2020, now we're at coronavirus. I guess you know it's it's now. I'm not making light of it. All I'm saying is we've had these sort of situations before. This one's obviously being taken very seriously. Uh, I'm going to be really intrigued to see. Do we have any conclusion? Like, I know you're going to update us here momentarily. Do we have anything further out of San Jose at this stage as to how the Sharks organization is going to ha- uh, handle the uh, the shutdown of any event that's got more than a 1,000 people at it in uh, Santa Clara County? The latest that I read is that they are going to adhere to what the county has laid out, and so that means that they're basically presented with three options. Play in front of an empty stadium, move the venue, or postpone the games. And as I understand it, that decision is being deliberated probably as we speak right now. All righty. Uh, there you go. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today. For our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, Bob Stoffer joining you again. The Oilers are on the ice for practice today. No Connor McDavid, no Kyler Yamamoto, who got stepped up and face-planted last night by uh, Braden McNabb. He can do that to you. I know I bumped into uh, uh, some hockey-playing friends at a downtown establishment, went and saw Dan Baker at Pub 1905, brought out the uh, mayor of uh, Westlock, Mitch Dahl, uh, we didn't uh, bring in uh, the future premier of the province, Barry Hunk, out of Vegreville, but uh, I, they were having quite an extended conversation after that McNabb hit on Yamamoto, and somebody had suggested, you know, the Oilers need to start cracking back on teams that teams are starting to go after Yamamoto a bit because he's such an effective player. Vegas was physical with everybody. I mean, Matt Benning had a long game, and it started early. He got run twice by Ryan Reeves. So the Oilers right now look a little energy depleted. We'll see what sort of juice they bring tomorrow. Uh, They need to get, uh, you know, physically healthier, too. And again, I have no idea what's going on with Connor McDavid at this stage of the game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh, other than the fact that he missed the last game and is not on the ice today. Back with NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing when we return on Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. All right, just another update for you, uh, because it does pertain and could affect sport. Uh, this uh, courtesy of the Alberta.ca uh, coronavirus info website. Currently, seven cases in the province out of 77 cases across Canada. Current risk in Alberta remains low. Here's a stat for you because we're in the stats on this show once in a while. Uh, there have been uh, 1,459 tests. A number of completed tests. Uh, there's been seven positive out of over 1,450, which would be 0.004% for those of you scoring at home. 
All right, let's get to uh, NHL today. It is brought to you by Elite Promotional Marketing. Uh, more than just sportswear, Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored branded programs where your order is done on time every time. Elite Promotional Marketing, and here's Brendan Escott. All right, well, the Leafs are in Tampa tonight, Bob, and we'll get Morgan Riley back from a lengthy absence, and they need him as Florida's ready to kick the door down on that Leafs playoff spot. Elsewhere, Montreal hosts Nashville, Ottawa is in Anaheim, and Vancouver entertains the Islanders. As mentioned, the Sharks may soon be playing in front of an empty stadium as the Santa Clara County has ordered no gatherings larger than 1,000 people through the end of the month. That is to halt the spread of this COVID-19 virus. The team did say they're going to stick to whatever guidelines the county lays out. They are currently looking at the three remaining home games, but they're on a nine-day roadie right now, so some time to figure the rest of it out. The Rangers did, did ink uh, Michigan State forward Patrick Kotarenko to an entry-level deal today. Uh, Bakersfield Condors heading off to Grand Rapids, Michigan. They've got a pair of games this weekend against the Griffins. Playoff-bound Oil Kings are booting down the QE2 this Friday to take on Lethbridge in a big game. Sunday, the return fixture of that home-and-home. It's a 4 o'clock puck drop at Rogers Place. Stick around. 135 will have their general manager, Kurt Hill, coming up. Uh, Number one seed, U of A Pandas off to the U Sports Women's Hockey Championship, hosted by the University of Prince Edward Island. Gets going on Thursday, Bob. And hey, Eric Thurston's Drayton Valley. Thunder beat Rick Swans, Bonneville Pontiacs 1-0 last night to close out their first round AJHL playoff series in six games. White Court did knock off Fort McMurray as, now, uh, as well, so now we're waiting, Bob, for the results of Spruce Grove versus uh, Grand Prairie and that'll determine who goes on uh, or what the matchups are in the second round. Uh, Eric Thurston against Rick Swan, you know what they both have in common? Something to do with the U of A is a guess. You got her. <laughs> Both played for the University of Alberta Goldenberry. I don't think Swan was on. Eric only played there one year, 85-86. He was the freshman of the year uh, for uh, what was then CIAU hockey, often referred to as the worst recruiting class in uh, CIAU history. In five minutes' time, Mark Spector will join us. Brendan, you're going to need to bid a, build a bit of a break here. i got to go downstairs and go get him. Off to a global news weather traffic update, Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.